Hello, thank you so much for joining me for Give Him 15. The title of today's post is The World Seer, S-E-E-R, The World Seer Series Part 3. On Monday, we began discussing a dream given to my friend Greg Hood. This is a very enlightening and important dream filled with insight and revelation. Though we are looking at it in segments, I will once again post the entire dream at the end of today's post. I know some of you would like to like to see the entire dream in one setting. First of all, review. In the first part of the dream, a baseball team comprised of spiritual leaders in the church and representing the kingdom of God was playing in the World Seers series. This was the last game of the series, the eighth inning. We were winning, but the score was close, and we were very focused. Then Holy Spirit initiated a change of strategy. We discussed all of this on Monday. Yesterday, we looked at the need for intercession first and foremost. If the church prays, we will win the battle for the soul of America. Prayer incapacitated the enemy. We also saw that Holy Spirit is saying the ecclesia has grown spiritually and is ready for this season. And we saw a likely reference to the court's judicial system in this section. They were made to reverse bad calls or rulings. These summaries that I've just done in no way do justice to this dream. If you have not done so, please take a look at Monday's and Tuesday's posts. And now... The dream continued. Dutch then called from the dugout, Johnson, you're up. Again, this is not the person's real name. Johnson took a bat in her hand and stepped from the dugout. I, Greg, said to her, they will position themselves at the wall because they know you can break the home run record with one swing of your bat. I feel you should bunt towards third. Johnson replied, that's exactly what I was thinking. I have noticed that he does not have the rapidness in his eyes that he thinks he has. As she stood in the batter's box, once again, I could see the jersey number. Her number was 4851. The pitcher mocked her as she stood there waiting for the pitch. He threw a fastball high, just outside the corner of the plate, missing the strike zone. Johnson stood still. She never even twitched. Seeing this, Gabriel, that would be the archangel, third base coach, looked at Smith and gave him the signal to steal third as soon as the pitcher started his next windup. The pitcher drew back his arm, and as soon as he did, Smith left second base, and it was almost as if he just appeared on third. 
This confused the pitcher as he saw Smith out of the corner of his eye stepping on third base. He released the ball and it came to the plate again, this time low and just outside the strike zone. Dutch stepped outside our dugout. And you remember I in the dream was the head coach. Dutch stepped outside our dugout and motioned Johnson to come over to him. He leaned toward her and said, Let the next two pitches go through. No swinging at what he's throwing. This will give us the strategy we need to win this. Some thought Dutch was thinking the pitcher was done and had no more strikes left in his arm, but this wasn't the reason. Johnson stepped back to the batter's box and did as Dutch had coached her to do. The next pitch came hard and fast. Strike one, the umpire shouted, and then laughed. The second pitch came as a change-up pitch, very slow. Strike two. Johnson stepped out of the batter's box and took a deep breath, looking back at Coach Dutch. He motioned her back to where he was standing and said, The count is two and two. We are in the right place to bun it down the third baseline. She approached the plate again and positioned herself. The pitcher released a curveball. Johnson bunted down the third baseline, which caught the third baseman off guard. No one had ever bunted on this pitch before. He moved very slowly and retrieved the ball, but held it in fear that Smith would advance to home plate. Jones easily moved to second, and Johnson took first. Now the bases were loaded. The coach and the catcher from the other team went out to the pitcher's mound and began speaking with the pitcher. In the dream, we could tell there was much disagreement among them. It even seemed that the pitcher had authority over the coach of the other team. And we'll stop there and finish it tomorrow. My thoughts now. Johnson, in real life, is a strong prophetic voice to the body of Christ. She also walks in other anointings, but this is what she is most known for. Her jersey number in the dream, as with all the players' numbers, is very significant. It's the number of a Greek word meaning to bring together or to bear together, as in a load or weight, to bear the load or weight together. Because of the concept in this word of two or more working together, it's also the word for holding or gaining an advantage. Perhaps its most significant use is John 16, 7, where Jesus said, but I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I'm leaving. For if I do not leave, the helper will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. Through this, God is saying, we must get Holy Spirit in the game. 
Let me just insert this. It's not in the post, but at the very beginning of the dream, the strategy changed. The batting order changed. I posted a new batting, batting order and said, we're going to do this differently now. And some of the people were even a little bit um, unsure about all this. God is saying, by putting this person here with this number at this spot, you have to get Holy Spirit in the game. He will be our advantage. Listen to him. Release his power. Follow his strategy. Notice the dream said of this person, Johnson, filled with and empowered by Holy Spirit. You can break the home run record with one swing of your bat. This indicates power. This was a power hitter. It's the power of Holy Spirit. And yet, the strategy was not to try for a home run, but to bunt. I feel this is the Father saying, it is our weakness that makes us strong. For his strength is perfected or made complete, is what the word means, in our weakness. Though Satan believes he has won the war for the soul of America, Notice that he was mocking us in the dream. God has other plans. And if we humble ourselves at this time, acknowledging our weakness, but moving in his strength, we'll win. After allowing the opposing pitcher to throw two pitches that were outside the strike zone, I instructed her to not swing at the next two pitches regardless of whether they were in the strike zone or not. She did as I instructed, and they were both called strikes. Now the count was two balls and two strikes. This was the strategy chosen by Holy Spirit in the dream in order to catch the opposing team by surprise. Typically, no batter bunts with two strikes against them. The reason is that, unlike swinging at a pitch, if a batter bunts at it with two strikes against them and fouls the ball, they're out. When swinging at pitches with two, two strikes against them, a batter can hit, can hit any number of foul balls and still not be out. In other words, in the dream, God is telling us Holy Spirit has a plan to take Satan by surprise. This surprise loaded the bases. God always outsmarts his enemies. Always. Dissension began in Satan's camp in the dream. The catcher, coach, and pitcher began arguing. This is telling us God is going to bring confusion and disagreement to those opposing him. They will begin to fight amongst themselves. And in tomorrow's post, we will see how God intends to win this war for America. Let's pray. 
Father, thank you for your amazing gift, the Holy Spirit. He is our advantage. Help us get him in the game, following him carefully and precisely in this hour. We ask that his voice be amplified. And I'll add here the voice of the prophets. Let them speak. Cause us to hear Holy Spirit in our heart, but let the prophets also be heard. This person wearing this number that stands for advantage was a prophet. Help us get him in the game. We ask that his voice be amplified. May his directions be clear to us. And may we have ears to hear. Holy Spirit, we have sung it, and now we say it to you. You are welcome in our places of worship, prayer, and activities. You are in charge. We thank you, Father, for the plans you have in place. You already know how you're going to outwit the enemy. You will cause him to play into your hands, and his plans for America and the earth will fail. Show us how to cooperate with this. We thank you for these things and ask them in Christ's name. Amen. And our decree. We decree that the wisdom of God always supersedes the wisdom of Satan and his kingdom. Always. Thank you for joining me. We'll finish this tomorrow, and it's good, believe me. I'll see you then. Thank you.